Welcome to the Trail Blazers Podcast, brought to you by the Golden Key University of Johannesburg Student Champion. Hey guys, welcome back to the Trail Blazers Podcast. I am your host, Rata William Kize, and welcome back to the second season of the Trail Blazers Podcast, brought to you by Golden Key UJ Chapter. Today, I have with me my fellow colleague, Michael. Um, Michael, go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, hi. <clears throat> Uh, this is uh, Michael, um, one of the Golden Key UJ Professional uh, Development Directors. I'm a very strong, uh, enthusiastic person and a strong advocate for financial literacy. Great to have you, Michael. So we're very excited. So on today's episode, guys, we are going to be speaking about um, financial literacy and later on in the segments of the podcast, we're going to be touching on one of the initiatives that we are currently running. And the initiative that will be discussed later on is the JC Investment Challenge. So look forward um, to hearing that. But right now, we're just going to be giving us a little insight about our understanding as students about what is financial literacy. So um, yeah, let's get started. So okay, um, the first question I'm going to pose to you is, what is financial literacy in your own words, would you say? Mm, well, to, to use the formal definition further on what it is, so it's, it's the possession of a set of skills and knowledge that allows an individual to make informed and effective decisions with all of their financial resources. So I think when you reach that stage whereby you can make informed and effective decisions about your finances, one can argue and say one is financially uh, literate, you know, but then it is broader than that, I suppose. That's just an, an umbrella definition of what it is. Thank you very much. Would you say this is um, something one should be literate about maybe when they only start um, being employed or should be a skill set or have knowledge even from a young um, age. So when would you say that, you know, it's the perfect time that one must be knowledgeable about one's finances? Yeah, you know, I, I read a blog, I forgot the name of the blog sometime last month. It was about mothers who are teaching their, their children, you know, those bedtime stories, but they incorporated some sort of financial literacy in them so that, you know, so in this world that you're living in, if you don't know any better, you don't do any better. So they were equipping their kids, their children to know better so that they can do better. So definitely this is something that one should be aware of and be equipped with the necessary skills when they enter university, when they university, because most companies, when you go out there, they don't equip you with the necessary tools. Uh, on what to do with your salary. So definitely it's something that you should look for into, into doing while you are uh, uh, in progress with your studies. Thank you very much. And guys, I just want to put the disclaimer out there that we are no incapacity financial advisors. We are just stating our opinion from a capacity of students as this podcast is made by students for students, right? So the second question I have for you is, as a finance, well, now an um, investment honors um, student, right? What are some of the, what are some of the skills or knowledge of learning in your studies that 
have actually been applicable in your life, you know, because sometimes I think we just um, study our degree and we just be marked, you know, um, we just only utilize it in school in the grading system, but we actually don't use our knowledge that we learn in school, um, you know, and make it practical. So what is the skill that you've learned in your studies or some of the work that you've actually applied um, in your life? Yeah, I mean, most definitely, if I have to recall back to my first year, this was, this was uh, 2018, somewhere there. Um, I had a, unfortunately for me, I met a friend, uh, but then he finished his qualification when I was doing my second year. Nonetheless, uh, he graduated, but then he had taken a huge amount of massive debt, you know, had taken a huge amount of massive debt and actually had issues when he started working because every money that he made, he had to pay off his student debt and also, you know, provide for himself. So that really became an issue. I remember him telling me that, listen, as you are in varsity, as you are, I really advise you at best to get your side hustle, your, your side hustles. Fortunately for me, the group and the friends that I had, there were people who always had side hustles. You guys will sit on the, you sit and, and have chat and tussle there about side hustles because in this world, to make money, you need money, arguably. So getting your side hustle on is one of the things that you might want to get started so that you can have a, an inflow so that when outflows come, you're not stuck in a corner. And the second thing, start small. I mean, I, I remember when I started, started investing, the cheapest company that I bought was uh, 40 cents, I think. Was it 40 cents? Yeah, it was 40 cents. Yeah, this was before COVID happened. It was 40 cents and my next one was Sosol. Sosol was cheap at the time, 24 rands or something. So people don't really understand that because normally I, I, I would ask people, people, why don't you invest? And they'll be like, no, company shares are expensive. And I'm like, ah, no, that's, that's not the case. So starting small is a very efficient way. And also the third one, paying yourself first. Whenever you get money, what if less costs money? Uh, uh, assuming that you want to save, always pay yourself first. I always tell my nephews this. Whenever I give them five rands, I always say, hey, spend three rands or four rands of it and save the one rand. Because if you save majority of it, you'll find yourself tempting into your savings. That becomes a mess entirely. And uh, the last thing, and this applies to us, university students, I mean, anyone has a paycheck, track your spending. And there's no better way to do this than looking, looking at your bank, your bank statement. You know, I sometimes look at my bank statement and I just, I'm shocked, you know. So always check your spending and see where your money is going. Uh, definitely that will make you aware of what's happening. So just to go back to, to the first one, get your side hustle on. The side hustle is important, whatever it is. If it's products, good for could you. Could you give us an example of, small. could you give us an example yeah. of, what kind of side hustle? Because I feel like that's a buzzword that, you know, people say, guys, get a side hustle. Yeah. But, you know, what are some of the side hustles that you can still be a full-time student, still dedicate yourself, but also make a little bit more income for yourself? So could you just give us an example? Well, as long as anything that is, is legal, <laughs> anything <laughs> that is legal, I mean, definitely, you know. Yeah. As long as if it's legal, you know. So people have different definitions of side hustles. 
some it will be uh, something that is of their own their own business for someone yeah. else it could be tutoring whether it's at school or private tutoring you know so anything that gives you a, 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 a second source of income we, we can't call this for side hustle well, technically <laughs> maybe <laughs> this call it a side hustle you know so anything that uh, uh, leads to you having some sort of in, some sort of influence after you've put in the work that could be a side hustle you know so it can be part-time can be full-time it depends on, on the definition for me uh my side hustle my side hustles would be investing you know my my business is on the side you know but for someone else it could forex for instance it's always subjective for them anything that is legal i repeat legal yeah yeah anything that legal yeah that uh, results in inflows that's definitely a side hustle i think like um i know you mentioned that you've like we're investing as little as like 40 cents but i think with most the general consensus in terms of investing i feel like there's a lot of like gatekeeping in terms of the information like people yeah, aren't yeah. aware about this information you know and the only thing that's only reserved for you know folk who yeah. have um, a lot of money and cannot just be like ordinary citizens even student as he is who's not really like um, employed you know so yeah definitely i mean i, I agree with you but i think uh three days ago i met this one guy uh i was in mr price i was with a friend he wanted to buy some things so i was with him and this guy looks at me looks at the hoodie that, that i'm wearing he's like oh oh no it's an investment i'm like yeah He's like, yeah, do you know anything about buying shares? He caught my attention. I'm like, yeah, I know. Talk to me. And he was doing his, his qualification is in education. Mm. And definitely, I thought that there was a, a wide gap in terms of his understanding. And he knew it also. From there, I was like, listen, I need, I need your numbers. I really need to explain, to, to expand my, my, my knowledge, you know. So as much as information is limited, I think it's up to the students to take up initiative, you know. This yeah, thing, uh, I think you know it's hence why we have the yeah. sort of platform to speak about these things because I mean people Definitely. say the same way that you know in school we're not taught about taxes, you know, but the knowledge is out there. It's just that guys, exactly. you need to be able if you're inquisitive enough to find the knowledge, you're able to help yourself, you know, because not every information will be found in a traditional um education and i know that you mentioned tracking spending right and i actually was speaking to someone and they told me about this app called 227 it's basically where you can link your bank card and then it will track you be able to see like okay how much is going to entertainment how much is going to food yeah. how much is going to transport so i think that's great as a student so you can be able to know okay these are my fixed expenses and these are things that yeah. I don't have to spend on every month. So guys, definitely, you know, take advantage of technology. And I mean, all of us are on our phones and we do have bank apps. So this is another app where you can track your spending. So the, and the app once again is called 227, right? So it was created by um, Old Mutual, I think. But yeah, I think I'm not too sure if all banks um, cards can be added on the app. So yeah. yeah even those that cannot be added, I mean, uh, I think Capitec also, if you go to the app, it does give you an estimation of how much goes to food, 
how much he's spent on transport. You know, last time I checked, I don't know about F&B and, and, and the likes, but then again, these are necessary tools. I mean, just just adding on top of a, of that uh, hustles, not side hustles. Uh, one lecturer of mine, he was like, if you have a side hustle or any business idea, there is no best way to start that at university because all the tools that you need are just right there in front of you and they're literally free. So that's that was really eye-opening for me. Thank you. So another question I have for you is, what advice would you give a student who's handling money for the first time? I mean, especially not everyone was given an allowance, maybe in high school, and then now you're liable to actually handle your money outside of your parents. You know what I mean? We always see how people joke in terms of the book allowance that is given to us, and then people be having shopping sprees, and then comes like you haven't bought any textbooks. You know what I mean? Or you're not prioritizing the money for yeah. the things. So, what advice would you give um, students handling money for the first time? Yeah, uh, firstly, you know, a, a note, if you uh, jot down a note on the mind, uh, it, it runs on a risk of fading away, meaning that if you are saying, okay, cool, I have 5,000, um, I'm going to spend one, two, three, and I'll be left to change, that won't work. Firstly, it's always advisable to draw down a budget. I think I should teach myself this also throw down a budget, it's very, very important and stick to it, discipline. So I had this tendency, or oh, whenever I'm going to buy a grocery, I'll just go there with my card and just freestyle, you know, and when I get home, I realize, oh, flip, I've spent most of my money. So always draw down a budget in terms of the things that you need. And when you're going to do the shopping, stick to your budget. I think what you end up realizing in the long run is that discipline matters more than anything. I'm not saying stuff to death when you have money, but I'm saying be, reason be reasonable enough and be disciplined, stick to your budget. So definitely budget, budget, budget. That will entail whether you have enough money left over to invest or whether you should decrease your expenses somewhere. And it will just give you a broader picture of what you're dealing with. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I always have to make a list as well because then you end up putting snacks and then unnecessary things because like <laughs> you know everything looks good to the eyes um but i think um you know not everyone knows how to budget so yet again guys if you do not know the essence of budgeting you know there are people on youtube um can you just give us or even just give us a whole round way like a like, scenario where you can just explain a little bit more about budgeting how you have your income and then you know you obviously list all your expenses so can you just explain a little bit more for those who don't have an understanding of what what is budgeting yeah i mean the most amazing part about being a uj student is that there is psychic literally next to you so psychic gives you all the necessary tools that you need in terms of career development and also yes that element of budgeting so you can if you want you can go to them and say hey listen guys i need assistance with budgeting and because probably i plan to do one two three four five in the future and definitely they will help you with how to proceed from there so basically let psychic be your first source definitely let it be your first source secondly don't gamble <laughs> yeah don't gamble don't gamble I, I meet a lot of people who gamble for instance uh 
people who trade on forex but they're not knowing what they're doing gambling is exactly that making money without you knowing how you're doing it that's gambling so don't gamble uh thirdly invest in knowledge sure i cannot stress this this enough invest in knowledge and i'm not talking about money invest your time in knowledge a uk um i think it was level three last time i checked it has uh, uh, draws full of investing books, uh, saving books, how people have made money, you know, in terms of investing in companies or starting companies or projects or whatsoever. So invest in yourself. That's how you become a better version. So normally when I go home, I have this tendency of asking my brother, what, what something, what something new did you learn today? And mm. he'll just get, and he'll realize that I just wasted my day, you know, so yes, we don't have enough time, but then always invest, whether it's one, one guy said, spend at least one hour a day reading something. It's like when you wake up or you go to sleep, wake up and read something and expand your knowledge. You know, the more you know, the more you do good. I think there's a favorite uh, quote that I once said, it's from the Bible uh, last time I checked. It says, my people perish because of their lack of knowledge. Um, so definitely it's here that in order for us to do better, we need to expand what we know and who we know most importantly who we know so i, I have this thing of oh go on no i was just gonna say that the nice thing that um you can learn the knowledge in a lot of different ways if you're not a person who enjoys reading guys there's youtube there's a podcast you know there's a lot of tools where people are speaking about finances so if you're Absolutely. not you don't enjoy reading or you can also have in-person conversations with people who are competent in that field, you know? So, I mean, don't be afraid. Yeah, definitely, that is true. I mean, um, in my study group, uh, there's this one. Mm -hmm. No, you can go ahead. No, I was saying in my study group, there's, there's this one guy supporting what you're saying. Um, when theory is too much, you come and say, listen, guys, I couldn't understand this. Sometimes I feel like I understand it better if someone is explaining to me in their own words. You know, so if you're not a person who really enjoys trading from a PDF or from your phone, there's YouTube videos. You feel like you don't have, you don't have time for YouTube uh, videos. There are audio books on the go. If not that, there's literally people who you know who just summarize everything for you. There are groups just that you can join on Telegram. There are channels that you can join. There are articles that you can read. The information is just out there. It's all about initiative. Thank you very much um, for answering all our questions. So um, the last question I have for you in terms of this segment is, what is a financial code that you live by? You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. So, well, this one, um, I would say it goes back to the one of the four elements that I mentioned. Always I buy... I think that the, the mistake that I did in the past when I was embarking this field of financial literacy, saving and investing, whenever I got money, I always tried and saved 100% of it. Yeah, it never works. So mm -hmm. pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. You know, um, if you have to get money, I cannot believe you said how much proportion. So what, what I would do if I get probably uh, a thousand rands, right? If I have to get a thousand rands, uh, 400 rands would go into my savings. Sometimes even 200 rands, depending on, on my needs. 
So you see, uh, it's always important to pay yourself first. When you when you have to go into shop on a junior grocery, if you're 50 rand, buy that snack. You know, definitely reward yourself of the work that you put in. Then with the remaining money, uh, based on your budget, you do save and you do invest. And thing is with investing, there's no limitation. So you can invest for as little as two rand. You can invest for as little as 40 cents, as I had said, you know, ranging all the way to the big companies, you know. So, because if you don't pay yourself first, what is most likely going to happen is that you will most likely tap into your savings and liquidate your investment portfolios. And that will never work. So definitely when you get money, separate your money. Let there be money of your needs. Let there be money that you put aside for your emergency savings. You know, let there be money that you invest, most importantly. You know, so separate your investments and your emergency savings. So that whenever an emergency occurs, you don't find yourself stepping into your investment. Definitely. Thank you very much. Um, you know, you spoke a whole lot, and I think definitely people will find value in what you said. Um, yeah. For me, the last comment that I'll just add is that, guys, try to have a healthy relationship with money more than anything. <laughs> um, we all know that we need money. Money makes the world go around. But at the same time, it's, you know, have a heart, try as by all means to have a healthy relationship. Um, you know, read books and understand actually the true value because if you are controlled by money, you won't have healthy spending habits. You're going to be the type of person who blows their money recklessly and then now you find yourself in a situation where you're leaning on others and you're asking yeah. others. So this is a skill that I think, you know, yeah, one should actually adopt even with varsity when you're handling money that is yeah. way smaller compared to now when you... um you're older and you're actually responsible for other people, you know what I mean? So have that, you know, come into the decision-making now, have a flow where your decision-making is clear and you're not pressured or controlled by money at your disposal. So, I mean, any last comments from your side, um, Michael? Yeah, I mean, you, you can choose not to do anything, right? You can choose not to do anything and and uh, do you probably choose not to take any advice and not uh, invest in yourself and in your growth. Then you finish varsity, you go and work uh, with your salary, you buy a Brita, an apartment in mid-rent, next thing you're drowning in debt and one thing leads to another and you're wondering how did I get here, you know? So probably picture yourself and say, what if? What if I make, what, what if I make a, what if I invest in myself and I can become a better person when I start getting a tangible amount? Because I remember arguing with my friend on the definition of the word poor. So poor is not for me, it's not any physical substance. Yeah. You give someone a million rands and they can still be poor. Like it's all up in the mind. And yeah. so if you cannot handle a hundred rand, so you can't handle a thousand, you can't handle a million also. So it all starts there, invest in yourself so that you can become a better version tomorrow and so on. Thank you very much. So guys, as I said, the next, the next segments of the podcast will be speaking um, with Mr. Ralph and we are going to be speaking about the JC Investment Challenge. Thank you very much for tuning in so far and I hope you guys enjoy the next segment. Yeah, so um, one of the things that we're quite 
quite strong with this year is the element of financial literacy. I mean, that's one thing that we actually stress about. So uh, when I came up uh, the Jersey Challenge, I've actually participated uh, in it for about know, two years to three years now. This year, I'm just administrating it. So actually, I, I, when I saw it, I'm like, okay, here's another wonderful opportunity to expand uh, our, our financial literacy footprint. Because everyone whom I, I spoke with about the challenge, they seemed really interested in the practicality of it. So probably uh, what you can do is probably tell us more about the GSE challenge, uh, adding to what we already know. Okay, so the GSE Investment Challenge has been going on for 49 years. Um, it's a platform for any university student or college student. Um, irrespective of, of your field of study, as long as you're a registered student in the year that you claim, you're welcome to participate. Um, and we're really just trying to help um, the youth of South Africa understand financial literacy. Um, and this is a platform where you get to know more about the stock market. Um, you are going to be playing in teams of two, three or four. And the objective of the competition is really to take that million rand virtual money that we give you and to try and increase it to the highest value and the team with the highest return after six months of playing the competition can win 25,000 and uh, a trip overseas. The second prize is 20,000 and third prize is 15,000 rand. So great prizes for the annual competition. There's also monthly prizes of 3,000 Rand for the top team in each and every month. We've just announced the winner of the previous month's um, competition, and that was announced on, on Thursday this last week. So we've already done the first month's competition. It's not uh, too late to register. So teams and people that want to, and listening to this podcast, even if it's um, now in April, all May, we, you're still able to compete, you're still able to qualify for the annual prizes, and you're still able to play, so it's definitely not too late to get started. Uh, that's, that's quite amazing, absolutely. And uh, one question, um, what tools, uh, especially I've met a lot of students who have said um, they do not know anything about the stock market, they don't know where to start. What tools can you probably, what, tool, what tools do they actually need to participate in the challenge itself? So you need a good internet connection. That's a joke, but really that is obviously <laughs> the best. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, the platform is there that you can use. There are things under market um, info um, or under that market section that you can go and look at and analyze some of the companies, maybe under their performance or PE ratios or dividend yield or whatever the mechanism you want to use. But if you're looking for charts or graphs, we haven't got that um, up and running at the moment on the on the platform. So you would need to go to some of the other websites like um, TradingView or ShareNet or um, ach, there's a whole host of different um, platforms that you can access. Um, um, market data is another website where you, you can go and actually look at the charts of the company. Um, and if you wanted to analyze it that way, um, otherwise you can go obviously find the financials of the company. It all depends on how you want to analyze the company. There are different methods. 
and there's no one right fast uh, rule as to how you analyze the company. Um, and I think that's the, the nature of the stock market and the interesting side of it is that there is no one right way and therefore that research is where it separates the teams that win and the teams that obviously come second or etc. Okay, um, thank you very much. I just have um, a question there. What is the interest in specifically making the challenge of targeting university students? Um, you know, we, we um, as a JSC, part of our CSI initiative, so our corporate social responsibility, we want to try and help the youth uh, understand um, financial literacy. So we spend money around that, specifically trying to help them. Obviously, um, as an exchange, hopefully over time, um, you know, some of them will start actually physically investing in the JSE. Um, but our main objective is obviously just to um, give back to the community and give back to, to the youth. And, and therefore, that is why we've got this challenge and we've been running it for so long, 49 years. So, um, yeah. Um, hopefully, um, you know, at the end of the day, it um, doesn't matter what you study, whether you're going to be a lawyer, a doctor, a scientist, if you've got a bit of extra money one day, you're going to have the option of investing in the stock market. And this is a great way to learn about it now. So come that day, you will at least know a lot more than what you currently know. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I mean, personally, I started with the challenge in my first year and I found myself using easy equities and other platforms as such to actually expand my my knowledge and my practicality. So, I mean, uh, on the 1 million virtual money that is given in rent, that is, uh, what financial instruments can uh, our participants probably purchase? Can they invest or trade or they ought to do both? Yeah, so or maybe for the audience, we need to define the term invest or trade. So investing is really long term, um, can be probably, depends on how you want to look at it. It's probably six months or longer, and this game only goes for six months. So therefore, you know, you're going to be trading. Trading is short term. Um, you can trade live on the JSE uh, in and out on the same day within five minutes five seconds, five hours, uh, or, or longer, a week, two weeks, whatever it is. But on the investment challenge game, we, we restrict it to that you can't trade in and out during the day so that you'll buy a share today and you'll need to hold it at least overnight and you can sell it tomorrow. So we deal with end of day pricing just because we don't want to get the students distracted. Otherwise, they'll trade all day and you know not focus on, the, on your studies. And so therefore, Everyone, whether they buy it at nine o'clock in the morning or five, oh, half past four in the afternoon, you'll still get the same price. You've got to trade before five o'clock, which is the closing of the, um, the day. And so if you want your trade to take place before, um, before tomorrow, you need to do it before five o'clock. Otherwise, um, if you trade after five, it will then only get placed uh, the following day and you'll get um, so if today is for example tuesday and tra traded after five it'll only reflect in my account on thursday morning because it takes an, an, an evening um for it to transact and it needs to be done before five o'clock so um yeah um the, the opportunity obviously is for for you to trade 
I'm actually trying to think because your original part of the question, I know I deviated on the difference between investing and trade. Oh, what instruments? There we go. Yeah. So what instruments um, um, can you trade? You can do um, shares, which are any of the companies on the JSC, and there's around 300 and something companies on the JSC. So any of the shares, the companies that are listed on the JSC, as well as exchange-traded funds, um, as well as warrants. So you can trade warrants and single stock futures of the top 40 companies on single stock futures. So there's quite a bit of wide variety and students can decide what they think is the best um, instruments to use and they can go and trade that. If you don't know any of this and you, you, you're unsure of these exotic products, stick to normal shares, any of the companies, the companies that you like and, and that way you can actually get started and not get too confused. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I know this for, for, for sure that um, I guess with the challenge, it always goes back to uh, the team that you have because your knowledge alone isn't enough for some people that is. So what makes a good winning team according to you? Um, for me, it's one that works together and collaborates in research. So, um, you know, if I was a team um, playing this competition, I would want um, to be meeting on a weekly basis, if we could, or bi-weekly basis, um, where we would then um, discuss certain sectors or companies that we've analyzed over that period. Um, and still, um, we would need to have um, a final decision maker, because when there's more chiefs in the in in the team um you know if we if we disagree who makes the final decision so there would need to be somebody that is the leader of the team that is going to make the final call at the end of the day we are playing as a team but we need to have somebody that can at least direct this team in the right direction so um but we value everyone's um, input and would obviously uh, it would be nice that on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis, we could um, debate certain companies or sectors that we think are the right ones to get involved in. So everyone can participate and everyone can obviously um, add value to the team. Yeah, definitely. I, I remember we, uh, we used to go into deep arguments with my one of my teammates who would propose a stock, a company share, and I'll propose another one. Then the argument is okay, do we enter into this and we just go on and on and on? But uh, I guess so, uh, how is it useful probably? Uh, I understand it's an initiative from the JSA, but how useful is it for students uh, to, to participate in the challenge entirely? You know, at the end of the day, um, you're going to work in the corporate environment. Uh, you, you're going to be faced with team dynamics on a a very uh, frequent basis and you need to be able to work with your colleagues and come to some kind of agreement on certain projects and I think that this experience obviously helps you to learn that teamwork that you need um, it gives you that experience um, it's something you can add to your CV if you achieve one of the top positions it's something that you can you can obviously talk about um, so I think it adds value in in, in somebody's life and and therefore um, it obviously all depends on how much input you put in. The more you put into the your actual participation, 
the more you'll get out. You know, if you don't put much effort into it, uh, you can't expect um, great rewards as far as what you get out of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I, I met this one uh, guy today, and we're basically speaking about this challenge, and he asked me about the challenges, and I kind of got stuck because uh, he asked, uh, uh, the monthly prizes or the end prize uh, of the winner? Is it instant cash or it comes as different form? So what happens is um, you need to open an account um, with uh, Satrix now. Um, it's an online account where it's a, it's a platform that you can buy exchange traded funds. We give you a voucher and that voucher is then um, can be deposited into your account. When you deposit that voucher into your account, you can choose to buy any of the products that are available online on the platform. Or if you wanted the cash, you could withdraw it um, by just putting a request to send that money to your bank account. So it is a voucher that can be used to buy shares or a voucher that can be used to withdraw and actually take the money. It's up to you. We would obviously encourage you to trade. Of course, definitely, definitely. Uh, well, uh, so all the this information, uh, uh, you mentioned something about warrants and uh, futures. All this information uh, is available in the JSE page, right? Yeah, so under frequently asked questions, there's um, quite a bit of detail when it comes to single stock futures and warrants that you can go and read up about. And so I would encourage everyone listening to this podcast that they would make sure they go and read the frequently asked question page on the university website. Uh, and that way you would uh, learn a lot and probably some nice ideas around there that could help you with, with your team's um, trading. Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, I would recommend anyone uh, who says on to participate to start by the information which is under the, 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 your page specifically speaking I found it useful when I started with the challenge entirely uh, well Mr. Ralph uh, those are basically the subset uh, of questions that were prepared for our listeners you probably have any any last uh, points that you want to drop to the participants or anyone who says I want to participate uh, nonetheless yeah I'd just like to encourage everyone that's listening that Unless you try, you never know. Um, yes, you might not know much about the stock market, but uh, the only way to actually learn is to get started and try. And once you cross that bridge, once you cross that line, um, you'll find it fascinating. You'll find it interesting. And over time, you can gain that experience and be able to then manage your wealth, whether um, going down the line in the future, it's real money and hopefully um, you can build the wealth that you would like to for you, your family, and your loved ones. And so I'd encourage everyone to, you know, start play this competition. It's not too late. And um, I hope you get the real rewards out of it, whether it is knowledge or whether it is actual prizes. Either way, you'll be a winner. So thank you for listening. Definitely. Um, probably next time we can arrange a different call and talk about the different stock picks that you might have for our viewers. 
But nonetheless, uh, over to you, Ms. Uh, Batobele. Um, yeah, I think um, Mike asked all the questions that were relevant. But yeah, thank you very much for your time and consideration. Um, and hopefully, you know, people derive uh, value and benefits beyond, you know, trading and participating with the JC with the virtual money, but that we see more youth people, young people investing, entering an interest into the JC. Because, you know, it did seem as if it's only participated by, you know, all, when you're old or if you have a pension fund or, you know, those type of investments. But uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for having me and all the best to everyone listening. If you have made it this far, thank you for tuning in and listening to the Trail Places podcast. Please do subscribe, share and leave us a review for more content.